0: Brian Linda, have you looked at the 2022 Workplace Learning Trends report yet?
1: I actually have. I sent I'm, it to you. And Brian, that's true.
0: You did send it to me. I'm yeah. looking at it <laughs> right now. Yep, You're looking at it and we holy. haven't read it? No, I got it right here. I've skimmed it. It's fascinating. Linda, what are one or two things that jump out to you in this report?
1: Well, what jumped out to me and the reason why I sent it to the both of you was I was very interested in the need for developing leaders to adjust to changing times and this this idea of team building that that really is how do we strengthen relationships
0: today in the leadership vision podcast we're going to be talking about team building strengthening relationships and maybe how you can set your business organization or even family up to succeed more in 2022 hello everyone my name is nathan freeberg and today on the podcast which you can also watch on youtube or maybe you're watching it on youtube i am joined by linda (laughs) hi linda (laughs) we're trying something (laughs) new here folks linda Wait, Brian. then why they forgot can't
2: I? they forgot they forgot who they were for. I forgot who I was. No, I'm listen a to you, I the did one that last has week. that blooper I'm having reel. A crisis. I already had that blooper reel where you're like, "Hey, I'm I'm I know. Uh, it's,
1: What's my? Do I say something before this?" I don't know. Who am anyway. I? Who am I?
0: Brian and Dr. Linda Schubring. Thank you for Thank with you. us. She As always, me. as almost always. Yes. On the podcast. Let's just jump right into this here today. So this report is from we think it's pronounced Udeme or Udeme business. They uh, studied uh, just a ton of organizations and they were looking at like, what are the trends? What are businesses and organizations seeing as critical components to do business? And obviously the pandemic coming out of the pandemic, things have have shifted and changed drastically, wildly. And I think, Linda, you were saying earlier that that right now is like slow Easy change compared to to what is coming. And we're not going to, this report is quite lengthy. We're not going to go into all of the things here. But but one thing I want to maybe start talking about is this idea of reframing the term soft skills. And I don't know if the two of you have ever referred to the work that we do as the soft skills. um, Because it's not like job, like training about how to do your job this way. But it's more like the people skills, the softer skills. And one thing that I love about this is they've reframed that to be power skills. Linda, yes, talk about that. that. What does that mean? Kind of set up the rest of this conversation that, from, from that perspective.
1: Well, well, I've never loved soft skills. That just, (laughs) it always feels weak, especially when you're doing strengths, strengths work. So yeah, I will say people skills, leadership skills. What I like about the reframe of power skills is it's the power of the employee to learn how to communicate better, navigate change, navigate conflict, to really find ways to be assertive in the workplace.
2: And i think maybe for a sense of background for our listeners i just want to read a paragraph here from the the report that has captured my attention because when we try to reframe a phrase that's familiar to us like soft skills and try to integrate it into a new frame of reference power skills like what does that mean the most and um i'm reading from this report the most in-demand skills aren't just about staying ahead of the technical curve skills related to leadership teamwork communication productivity and wellness are critical to every employee's performance this is why it is no it no longer makes sense to call them soft skills as if they represent a less important set of skills in the workplace these skills aren't just nice to have they're essential for changing the workplace mm-hmm. and what I like about that is there's the naming of the elements leadership teamwork communication productivity wellness and saying that this is essential, I like that timeliness, um, to the changes that are happening. We all know that there's been a lot of change in the workplace, so it's contextualizing where we are to apply this. I think that when we put it in this new definition within the current framework, I think many people will recognize the elements of power skills and recognize the context within which this topic is being talked about.
1: So good.
0: I I feel like there's so many different directions we can take this from here, but I wanna come back to our notes. Uh, we have this key question. Um, how do we strengthen the relationship we have with each other? And that is perhaps at the heart of these um, these these trends, these different skills. I mean, team building has a variety of connotations. I wonder, and, and tell me if I'm overstating this, are we as a company and the work that we do uniquely situated to help facilitate or Uh, help teens understand how they build those relationships and how they understand one another before diving into any of that technical stuff that Brian was mentioning?
1: Yes. I think a lot of times the technical and the power skills go hand in hand, but when I hear team building, yeah, it takes you in some direction. We all have an image that comes to mind when, when we hear team building, but when I start to think about what does it mean to strengthen relationships, Mm. And if that's the working definition of what team building is, then I think we're on to something because it's a developing of a capacity to learn, to listen, to, to navigate with one another. I just, I like I like wrestling with that question because of course you want to be productive. Of course you want to be effective. You want to get the task accomplished, but I think it does begin with a relationship with yourself and a relationship with others.
2: So when you think about that strengthening of relationship in the context of these power skills, I just wonder if, you know, if anyone would really argue to the importance of the strong relationships when it comes to leadership, teamwork, communication, productivity, and wellness. Because we all know that any one of those power skill elements cannot be accomplished without somebody else. You can't do it on your own. It is dependent on the relationships with each other.
0: So I guess after hearing that, my big question is still how, like, how do we build relationships? We have, we've had this online thing for two years where we're using technology to do that. People are coming back to the workplace and we're still needing to do that. In some ways it's, you know, nothing has changed in person, but yet everything has changed. So again, I ask, how do we build relationships? How do we strengthen relationships in this new age uh, I'm, I'm trying not to ramble here, but I'm just like, I keep wondering how, like, how do we do this, Linda and Brian? Like, what is the magic? What is the magic <laughs> when it comes to this?
1: And maybe it's not necessarily starting with the how, but starting with the why of it being so important because of what you just said. You're assuming people are coming back to the workforce. If you're getting giving them industry specific training on their technical skill that they need to know to complete their job, and you don't address the power skills, my guess is they're going to move on to another company or another organization. And so I think it's why is it so important that we're, we're focusing on power skills and technical skills is they go hand in hand and the companies that are finding greater loyalty with their, you know, employees. I think it's it's because they know how to strengthen the relationships and build the loyalty at the same time as they are building, you know, better capacity leaders in their different in- industries. So if we start with the why, then it, I think it then it, it leads to the how and the how is incremental. Brian, what would you, how would you start with the how?
2: I'm recognizing the necessity to address the how. If I were working with someone about that question, I would ask them to help me understand what their current context is. Because I think that contextually within this time in history, organizations are standing at a a fork in the road. If you think of a literal fork, there are four different options there. Mm. And I have, and I would ask a client, which of the options that are facing you and how you're going to communicate with your teams, how are you going to relate? where you're gonna work, identify for me, which is your context right now? Because I think that there is not a how that can be applied universally because so many contexts are so different. We have clients that are rushing back into the workforce or rushing back into the workplace, physical place, and others that have transitioned and not going back. They're, They're now virtual. And so define that. Then once you define that, then we have to answer the question, then how? But that first couple of steps, I believe, need to be about the returning to a relationship within this new era. And what does that relationship look like with each other? How do you nurture that? Then how do you sustain the type of leadership that can keep that type of relating ongoing as well as navigate the changes that are obviously going to come?
1: Or creating the relationship from, <laughs> from something new. Yeah. Cause a new team has been put together.
2: Yeah. Cause he had the great resignation. I had a friend of mine from a former client of mine, uh, reach out to me the other day. And he, he said, there's been a great resignation. You've also heard of the great reshuffling. I think I've been reshuffled out of the deck. <laughs> so like there's just a way of, yeah, things. Ha- so the point is things have changed, but there's a, a um, a connection to how things are, are changing. People understand that. And so I think that's part of why this team building idea and reframing of this mindset is so urgent because people are living this urgency right now.
1: I received a call from uh, one of the leaders that Ryan and I are working with and she had some questions and, and basically it was like, how do I, how do I build this team? And, and I think because we have these old frameworks I, I was like, don't start with an icebreaker. Don't, you know, you don't have to, you know, do something fun with them or connect with all of them. I know that you have a lot of pressure points. And so how in a very short amount of time can you create a sense of urgency, accountability and connection? And so so we kind of framed out what what her next talking points would be. And that was reminding them who they are. And they're this unique cross-functional group, tasked with something big and scary, and and it felt like sometimes the the timelines were moving, and and I said, so remind them that it's big, and they are a unique group, but then remind them of why you've brought them together. It was a unique time in this company's history in order to um, achieve this this new new task at hand, and. She said, yeah, I think they already know that. I said, well, like step back and cast mm-hmm. that vision. And sometimes the best way to build a team is to cast the vision of what does success look like on the other end. And if you remind them of that, that's important. Also remind them that you're with them, that you want their success, you want your success, <laughs> as well as the organization's success and and then i said the other thing is hmm. you will drive accountability by helping them understand and ask for what they need you think you're being really clear maybe they need some other information or they need a you know to know where the decisions came from that they need or they need to know that they're not alone in this process and and as we kind of framed some of her talking points i thought this is team building. This is the team building of today. They have a daily stand-up. And if and if the things that I, I shared with her as far as reminding them of who they are, uh, why they've been pulled together and what does success look like and how do you drive accountability and being able to to ask what and ask for what you need, like this is this is this is the team building of the future. Because what does that do? It strengthens relationship. What does this do? It strengthens the connections between the individuals so that they can all find different success and and kind of enjoyment even in yeah. their company.
0: I wonder if the one of the takeaways, or maybe the takeaway from this report, for this podcast at least is the emphasis that, you know, team building is more important now than perhaps it ever has been, right? Which ever, I think every leader knows that and understand that, stands that, but that's not trust falls and icebreakers and, you know, wilderness excursions. It's perhaps simpler. It's building relationships to what you were saying, Brian, is understanding where people are, uh, what are their unique needs, what are the different contexts that they're coming out of, and really help everyone feel like they're a part of, you know, I've heard a lot of organizations are like, we're a different organization now than we were when we started for better or worse. And to say, you're a part of this moving forward. And perhaps that's the message here today is you have to focus on this leaders. You have to focus on this organizations. This is so important. It's going to look different. It's going to take on, you know, all different forms and, and twists and turns. So the how question that I always want answered, because I like hard concrete like this is how I do it XYZ um, you can't really do that with this right like it is it is a power skill but it's uh, a little bit more challenging than that so final
2: thoughts on this I think one of my final thoughts is as a leader as a team leader if you are truly addressing this challenge right here give yourself and your team permission to start anew uh, and to leave some of the older patterns and practices behind that aren't working anymore and embrace this opportunity to try something new and experiment with a new mindset, a new frame of mind to how you're approaching this challenge of relating to each other in this new context. I think just be open to whatever new can happen because I think some of those old patterns are going to be the hard to break, but this is as good a time as any to try something new.
1: I love that, Brian, because it's Naming the old,
2: mm-hmm.
1: noting what was old, but also naming and noting what's what's new. I think that's a great...
2: Some of those changes will be yeah. easy to accept because you physically can't do them anymore, maybe because of some policies at, at your company. Others, uh, other tendencies that may need to be put to the side of the road and just left may be harder to discard because they could be you could be more emotionally attached to them but think of what's in the best interest for the well-being of your team and what will best serve those relationships that you have right now
0: brian and linda i look forward to reading the rest of this report with the both of you and uh, dissecting it for more for more little nuggets. So thank you for listening to the Leadership Vision Podcast, sharing our expertise in the discovery, practice, and implementation of a strengths-based approach to people, teams, and culture. For more resources about developing your strengths, the strengths of your team, or the strengths of your entire organization, or to learn more about team building and strengthening with those relationships on your team, you can click the link in the show notes or visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com. I'm Nathan Freeberg.
1: I'm Linda Schubring.
0: And I am Brian Schubring. And on behalf of our entire team, thanks thanks for for listening. listening. And we are out.